if you are an exercise professional, so you're a person who specializes in exercise and you get paid to do it. Uh, and that's the beautiful thing about the word professional, isn't it? That uh, if I'm a pro professional soccer player or I'm a professional sports person or a professional race car driver, it means I'm getting paid to do what I love to do or I get paid what I'm good at. And it's interesting because the better you are at something, the more you get paid. So that's, that's that part of the exercise professional. If I specialize in exercise, what do I need to know? What do I need to understand? What do I need to be good at? And why would people come to me? And that's a beautiful thing about calling yourself an exercise professional. Now, the challenge is, what do you call yourself? Because most people don't call themselves an exercise professional. Uh, and I didn't either. When I first started, I was a fitness instructor. I was an aerobic instructor, which is now called a group exercise instructor. Uh, I worked in a gym, so I was a gym instructor. And there was no such thing as personal training. In fact, in Australia, where I was working when I first started my career, uh, personal training was this weird thing that Americans did or celebrities did or movie stars or sports people. And it was considered impossible in Australia that anyone would ever pay to have somebody take them through an exercise program. So first of all, isn't that awesome that something that was once considered impossible, now there's hundreds and thousands of personal trainers, if not millions around the world. There's personal training studios, there's personal training chains of studios, and it's become a normal thing. Unfortunately, with normal comes really good people who are really good at what they do because whenever there's a large group of people doing something whether you're a lawyer or a doctor or a gardener or a piano tuner there's going to be really bad ones there's going to be average ones and there's going to be excellent ones now the challenge with personal training as a terminology and the reason why I'm asking you not to call yourself a personal trainer, because that's the question. If I am a specialist in exercise and, and I am a professional at it, so I'm really good at it, I, I want to get paid for it, what would I call myself? And most people, when they get in contact with Max, they say, I want to be a personal trainer. Now, the challenge we've got with the word personal training, and I very proudly called myself a personal trainer for a very long time. But unfortunately now, because there's so many personal trainers, uh, there are many people who have had a really bad experience with a personal trainer. Uh, because there are so many personal trainers and now even personal training courses where you, just you can just get a bit of paper by ticking a few boxes and doing a few simple questions. And some people don't even do that. They just, uh, I, won't, I don't want to go there. I just want, I would love for our profession to be taken seriously. And unfortunately, as a personal trainer, there's a lot of jokes now made about personal trainers not being, not knowing very much, not being very well qualified, uh, being focused on uh, having ripped abdominals and tight butt cheeks and not really understanding anatomy and physiology. And the reason I can share that with you, I've been doing this for 40 plus years. Uh, I invest a lot of time with medical professionals, with uh, top level medical experts who will never, and they've shared this with me adamantly, they will never send their patients or their clients to an exercise person, to a personal trainer, to a fitness instructor. Uh, they just don't trust us. Now, I know that's a, a big generalization, but I've had too many experiences now where it's just been 
personal trainers have just been laughed at as if I'm going to send my person with coronary heart disease or type 2 diabetes or cardiovascular disease or cancer or osteoporosis or someone who's depressed or someone who's got Alzheimer's or dementia as if I'm going to send them to a personal trainer what do they know uh, I'm embarrassed about that and of course that's why Max exists Max is all about creating, developing and doing ongoing education and training for top level exercise professionals. Now, the thing that I loved though about personal training was the word personal. I really like the idea of you and I training together, me being your coach, you being my client and the two of us creating a plan so that you achieve your goals. And to me, that's the ultimate uh, career path <laughs> whatever you call yourself that's the ultimate career path so as as a, an exercise and fitness college and we have been since 1989 so been around a really long time and uh, if you you may or may not be aware that originally came and created uh, his original college because he was yes university qualified yes he's got a master's degree in exercise science yes he's a sports strength and conditioning coach and yes he was training elite athletes at the top level olympic athletes and and top uh, world champion athletes and teams uh, he needed to have people to help him to do that and there were no courses there literally was a there was not a qualification to be an exercise anything. So you went to university and did a sports science degree, uh, but even today, if you talk to the people that have done sports science degrees, health science degrees, they're exercise physiologists. There's very little about training the general public and getting great results for people, which is exactly why Max exists and why, why K-Man originally started the college way back in 1989, so that he could create the very best people to train the general public because he had one of the first personal training studios ever in Australia and K-Man was certainly one of the first personal trainers in Australia. Uh, and that's why I get excited again because everybody said that wasn't possible and you can't do that, K-Man, and he did it anyway. And then he had to create the first personal training college to educate people in this brand new career path that didn't exist. But as I shared before, unfortunately... Uh, yes, it's fantastic that there's now millions of personal trainers, but there's now uh, so many that we have a bad reputation. So Max changed from calling people personal trainers to fitness professionals. That was the next step. And uh, we had uniforms that were, yes, I'm a Max fitness professional, and yes, I specialize in fitness, and yes, I'm really good at what I do because I'm a professional person. I'm a fitness professional. Now, we changed that again, and there's a really important reason for that. If you talk now to top medical professionals, people who are really good at what they do, and they're really uh, focused on keeping people healthy. So I'm not talking about the sick care medical people. I'm talking about the healthcare professionals who want to prevent sickness, disease, and illness. So people who are focused on longevity, people who are focused on anti-aging, people who are focused on keeping people out of hospital, people who want to uh, prevent cancer, coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, depression, all of those things. Those top medical professionals all use this expression, and it excites the hell out of me. They say this, Exercise is medicine and medicine is exercise. There is no, no disease, no illness, no injury, no anything that happens to the human body that can't be helped with, made better by, prevented by or cured by 
being healthy, fit and strong. And the only way to get fit and strong is to do the effective exercise. So I'm going to say that again. Exercise is medicine and medicine is exercise. <laughs> so if you want to stay really healthy, use the best medicine of all, preventative medicine, which is exercise. And if you are sick or you have a disease or you are genetically uh, perhaps committed to having a disease, wouldn't it be great to be able to prevent it and or cure it and or be able to handle it better because you are fit and strong. And of course, to get fit and strong, you have to exercise. Now, the challenge with that, of course, and the, the medical professionals nailed me on this, fitness is one part of exercise. So yes, we've got to get fit, but what about strength? What about flexibility? What about endurance? What about mental health? What about mental fitness, mental resilience, mental toughness, mental strength? So when medical professionals talk about exercise, they don't talk about just fitness. That's one component of at least five other areas. So I, again, was this has come as, and isn't it awesome that we can learn? This is my little puppy dog coming in and out, and I always talk about Broody because he's obviously part of my life and has been for 20 years now. He's a gorgeous little dog and 20 years of age and taught me a lot about how do I live for a long time, how about positive attitude, drink lots of water, love your exercise, get lots of cuddles, all those things. And that's one of the things that I want for humans, longevity, positive attitude, loving life, in, and, and not just living a long time, but living a long time with quality. So if I'm going to be the exercise professional that can do that for people, I have to call myself an exercise professional, not a fitness professional, because fitness is just one component of that. And that's what the medical professional shared with me. Rowie, you're cutting yourself short because you're not just, if you just focus on fitness, according to the medical professionals, that's the cardiovascular and respiratory system. That's where fitness comes from. But exercise encompasses everything. So I love the idea of exercise professional. The challenge with that, of course, it doesn't have the word personal in it, and I love that. Now, exercise professional is great if you are a sporting coach or you are uh, training group people for group exercise or you've got a boot camp or whatever it is with groups. But what about personal? So here's some ideas, and again, what you call yourself in business, if this is your career path or your business, would it be a really good idea to come up with a a terminology that is obvious to your clients and customers, but it's unique and different so that you stand out from the crowd. So number one, if you call yourself a personal trainer, you're putting yourself in a big, ugly crowd. Now, there are some great personal trainers, but there are some really bad ones, which means you could get lumped in the average group. Uh, so please don't call yourself a personal trainer. There's too many people that have had a bad experience with one of those. If you call yourself an exercise professional, that's you've now got a reputation to live up to. You have to specialize in exercise. You have to understand what exercise does for central nervous system, endocrine system, muscular and skeletal system, cardiovascular respiratory system, the immune system, the digestive system. That's what an exercise professional does. And of course, that's what we teach here at Max is how to understand all of those systems and how does exercise affect all of those so that you can be a top level professional. But... What about if you are looking after people one-on-one? -on -one? So I really liked the terminology personal exercise coach. So personal means you and I. Exercise is what we're going to be doing together. And then coach is so much nicer than trainer. And I'll give you the reason why. Let me ask you this question. If you are involved in a sporting team, whether it's at the community level, 
at the national level or at the Olympic level or the world championship level, in a team, what is the trainer responsible for versus what is the coach responsible for? And I think it's a really good thing to consider because obviously the strength, the sports strength conditioning trainer or the sports, uh, the, the, the fitness trainer or the skills trainer or the flexibility trainer, they all have very specific jobs to do. But what does the coach do? Obviously, the coach is responsible for everything. And I have been an exercise professional all of my life. And if I had to wrap up what I've been doing all of my life, it would be personal exercise coaching. Because uh, if you've been doing this for as long as I have, or, or if just as if you've been doing this, <laughs> have you noticed that people, are, they don't just want to know about how to exercise and how to lose weight and how to put on muscle size and how to win a sporting competition. Have you noticed that you end up being people's psychologist, psychiatrist, marriage counsellor, uh, career counsellor, parenting counsellor. People come to you because they trust you. They come to you with everything, every part of their life. Because they're fitter and stronger, every part of their life gets better. So then they, they ask you questions about all sorts of things. Now, I'm not an expert in any of in any, in any specific area except exercise. That's what I do. I specialise in exercise. But it's been a beautiful experience to build relationships with my clients to be part of their coaching experience. And now that's the, the beautiful thing about coaching, in my opinion, is it's not about telling people what to do. It's about helping them ask themselves the right questions so that they develop the, the, the best strategies for themselves to be fit, to be strong, to be healthy, to have a career that they love, to be financially free, to be a great parent, uh, to have great relationships. And of course, that's what the MAX program is all about. Yes, it's about how to get healthy, fit and strong and help other people to get healthy, fit and strong. But the big communication component, the coaching component, is how do I ask the right questions so that when my client is healthy, fit and strong, I can ask them the right questions so they can have a career that they love or a business that they're passionate about. They can be financially free. They can have great relationships because I'm asking the right questions to get them there. And of course, that's coaching. So that's why I love the word coach. I love the word personal. I love the word exercise, of course, because that's what we specialize in. And I love the word coach. So personal exercise coach. Now, I think you'll see here I've got results coach and there's a reason for that. Have you noticed that it's really easy to remember what we call alliteration? So PPP, SSS, TTT. So I always say, as you've heard me say before, fabulous at 50 and sexy at 60, sensational at 70, awesome at 80, never give up at 90 and happy and healthy at 100 plus. They are easy to remember because the F goes with the F, the S goes with the S, the, the H goes with the H. Healthy, fit and strong, passionate, positive and professional. Uh, if you can put some words together that are easy to remember, then you will be more memorable. Does that make sense? Which is why I am Rowie Results Coach. Uh, and I've only just changed that because obviously that's what I want for people. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is I can be somebody's personal exercise coach, which means I can work together with somebody on their exercise program to get the results that they want. But ultimately, isn't that what it's about? The results, not the process. And I always go back to, to uh, dentists on this one. 
Because dentists, we go to the dentist, yeah, we have to. It's an important part of life to keep your teeth clean and well-maintained so that they don't rot away and they don't get holes in them. And if you do get a hole, you get it fixed really quickly. But when you go to the dentist, they don't focus on the kind of drill that they've got or the kind of leather chair that you're going to be sitting in or the spectacular new dental procedure or process that they do there. Isn't it possible or do you go to the dentist to get straight, white, clean teeth. That's the outcome. So I want straight, white, clean teeth. But how do I feel when I've got straight, white, clean teeth? I can smile more effectively. I'm more self-confident. I've got better self-esteem. I'm, I can be, be more of me because I love how my mouth looks or how my teeth look. And I like that concept when it comes to exercise because the outcome of exercise is a result. And is it possible that every person, personal, has a different result that they want? So yes, lots of people want to lose weight and lots of people want to put on muscle size or they want to win a competition or they want to have more energy or they want to perform better at everything that they do. But ultimately, there's a result required. And then how will I feel when I get that result? So I've chosen Rowie Results Coach. I want to be a results coach because I want to help people get their results. Now, please decide what you're going to call yourself. All I'm asking is this. Please don't call yourself a personal trainer. Uh, There are too many of them. There are too many really bad ones. And they've given us a really bad reputation uh, to the point where we are a joke. In the medical professional, professional arena, personal trainers have become a joke. I'm embarrassed by that because I used to call myself a personal trainer, but I'm also very proud that I'm a continual learner and uh, I don't suffer from TFI, total failure to implement. So if if I realize that something might not be working, we need to change it. So yes, everybody knows what a personal trainer is. And yes, some people have had a great experience with a personal trainer, but lots of people haven't. So here's my question. Who are you? What do you stand for? What would you die for? What are your core values? I always ask that question. Then come up with a terminology to call yourself that shares that with the world. Who am I? What do I stand for? What do I do? Am I really good at it? And I use this example. If somebody says to you, what do you do? You could say, I'm a personal trainer. And I'm going to ask you not to say that. You could say, I'm a personal exercise coach, which says more about what you do. You could say, I'm Rowie and I'm a results coach, but I don't need to say that because I've got that on my uniform. When somebody says, what is it that you do? The question is, what do you specialize in? And this is the beautiful thing about being an exercise professional. If you want to specialize in helping mums get their mojo back after having a baby, or you want to specialize in elite athletes and help them to run faster, jump higher, kick further. You might be an exercise professional who specializes in Uh, helping people uh, get better after an injury. There's a whole heap of specialisations. And wouldn't it be nice if somebody says to you, what is it that you do? You say, look, I'm an exercise professional who specialises in helping women slide into their clothes rather than squish into them. I'm an exercise professional who helps businessmen look fantastic in their expensive suits for the rest of their life. I'm an exercise professional who specializes in helping people to fight any germ, bug, virus or disease that comes into their life. 
I'm an exercise professional who specializes in helping kids grow up to be healthy, fit, and strong. So rather than tell people what it is that you do, perhaps tell them what the outcome is of what, of what you do. And then the next part of that, I always ask this question. The number one thing that we get asked every day by every person we come in contact with, and every, you, you will ask every person this, hello, how are you? It's just a normal part of life. Uh, I'm, I avoid that question because these days if you ask somebody, how are you, you might get an answer which is I'm tired and I'm stressed and I'm miserable and I'm busy and I hate my life. Sometimes people will tell you exactly how they are and you wish I didn't ask the question. But here's a great thing. If somebody asks you, how are you, rather than saying I'm fantastic or I'm awesome or I'm having a great day, which is of course the positive response to that, how about having something really special ready, which is how do you think I am? One of my clients has just slid into her black jeans. She hasn't fit into them for six months and she's having a great day. Me too now. How about you? How do you think I am? I had a client whose blood pressure was at dangerous levels and now he's today we just tested his blood pressure and it's 120 on 80 perfectly healthy and we're really excited that we've got his health back how do you think i am one of my elite athletes just won a bodybuilding competition uh they didn't think they could do it and they've come home with the trophy how do you think i am uh have an example of a testimonial of a client and it, the client could be your mum, it could be an extra neighbor it could be one of your own children and they're all the best ones and i'll use the example roe how are you today how do you think i am everyone in my mum's family died under the age of 60 with coronary heart disease my mother died peacefully in her sleep at 98 i feel really proud that i gave my mother an extra 38 years of life now that's just a simple example uh have something ready so rather than tell people what you do tell them how you do it and how good you are at it so if I say to somebody one of my clients who wanted to fit into her little black dress and she hasn't worn it for six months and today she got into that little black dress she's having a great day I'm having a great day how about you that shares that yes, obviously I'm an exercise professional and yes, I'm really good at what I do and yes, I'm passionate about what I do. And it's interesting because not without fail, every time I've, I use that and for me it's Rowie, what, what, hi, how are you, what do you do? Or hi, how are you? And I say, how do you think I am? Today I've helped one of my students get into a brand new exercise studio or I've helped one of my students qualify as a top level exercise professional and get ready to travel overseas uh, helping people to be healthy fit and strong or today's the day that I help one of my mums open up a home studio uh, every time I've you and I do that every time I say somebody says to me what is it that you do I always say I'm, I help people have a career that they love and, and uh, not a job that they don't people say to me can you help me too or can you help my best friend or you can help somebody in my life do that too if you say to somebody, I've just helped one of my clients lose weight, get into great shape and fit into her little black dress, be really surprised when somebody says, oh my God, can you do that for me too? Or I'll rephrase, don't be surprised when somebody says, can you do that for me too? And I'll just use a simple example of that. If you are stressed, busy, thinking about all sorts of stuff, and somebody says to you, oh, I've, just, uh, I've just been to the beach on holidays and I've had a, had a really nice time. Automatically, your brain now goes by a picture to a beach, whether it's your favorite beach, a beach that you want to go to, a beach that you haven't been to for a long time. But you will then think about the beach because somebody else has put that thought into your brain and not just a thought, but a picture. So if you then put a picture into somebody else's brain, which is 
a person sliding into their jeans rather than squishing into them, a person doing their personal best bench press, a person winning a football competition or winning a... Uh, 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 having a having a baby and it, and it was a simple process and they're healthy, fit and strong and got their weight got back to normal weight really quickly. You're putting that picture into somebody's brain and now they're going to be thinking about you and that picture and connecting them together. So here's my question: Who are you? What do you do? What do you stand for? What would you die for? What are your non-negotiable standards? What are you going to call yourself? When somebody says to you, how are you, what are you going to say? And when somebody says, what is it that you do, what are you going to say? All I'm asking is, please don't call yourself a personal trainer because that's just an average terminology now. Please call yourself something unique and different like personal exercise coach or results coach. And then rather than tell people what you do, tell them how good you are at it. So if somebody says, hello, how are you? How do you think I am? I train little kids to be healthy, fit and strong. Fit and strong. And one of my seven-year-olds has just won the, the, the school cross country. She's over the moon. I'm having a great day. How are you? Could we create passion and positivity and professionalism for our world rather than how are you today? Not too bad. What do you do? I'm a personal trainer. Let's add value to people's lives by the simple things that we say and what we call ourselves. Be an exercise professional who specializes in helping your world to be healthy, fit and strong. Wouldn't that be awesome?